What is this behavior? Do you want it? You're dying for it. What's going on, people around the world? You are tuned in to another episode of What Is This Behaviour podcast. They show where free South Asian creatives, myself, Ruben, my brother, Aaron, and our good friend, Almas, speak to other South Asian people, not necessarily creative, all around the world in order to redefine what it means to be South Asian in this day and age, which is limitless, as I'm sure you'll be aware if you've listened to some of our shows. Now, today's episode, oh, it's, this is a funny episode, man. It's Mother's Day here in the UK when we release this episode. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, all the to-be mothers, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a child brewing inside you. Maybe the thoughts of a child, maybe in 10 years you might be a mum. So I guess happy Mother's Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to you as well. Um, even the grandmothers, just any anything to do with mums, like big up yourself. So we thought it would be fitting today to bring our mothers on the show, like our actual mothers, to wish them happy Mother's Day, to have a general chit chat, to see if we can find out something new about them, maybe their view of us or whatever, whatever that would be. And by golly, did we do that. So the first half is mum one, second half... <laughs> is mum too um we don't expect you to compare and try and work out who the coolest mum is but you'll probably do that keep that to yourself because you'll offend us if you tell us the answer but i must say it was a lot of fun man so there's a chat of our mums uh coming up but we also just want to flag that we understand that mother's day father's day especially days like this when we're focusing in on relatives and relational dynamics that not everyone has um great relationships at times especially with their parents so we just wanted to name that and thoughts uh, go out to you guys if on mother's day especially today you don't feel that connected to said mum or your mum is about isn't about anymore or whatever it may be ma'am. thoughts are with you all um right now i've covered that much love to you all and let's uh, get into it like how do i even introduce a mum actually <laughs> Please select mother. Introducing mom one, Safira, aka Almas's mom. Let's go. Okay, you have passed yeah. Zencaster's health check, Safira. Excellent. So Excellent. you're clean enough. You're clean enough to be in a room with us. Oh, well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? You remind me of someone famous's voice. I don't know who it is. I'm going to spend the whole episode trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always told that I had a uh, a radio face. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So it was a straight left turn. Voice, yeah. <laughs> my, my greatest point is my voice rather than my face. No, I'd, I'd, I'd push back on that. Um, would you like us to call you auntie? Because I know we've had this discussion before and I got a bollocking for even trying to call you auntie. No, I think Safira is absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me mum, you can call me anything, but just don't call me late. Okay. Oh, nice. Right. Fair play. And, and, and I'll push back, Safira, on your you having a radio face because I've seen your WhatsApp pic mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, 
You're, you're pulling out the stops on that one, man. Forget about the WhatsApp. She's got TikTok. She's got Twitter. She's got Instagram. You're out here. On top of that, she's been in one of your music videos. Annie Stenders. Come on. Oh <laughs> oh, we, we haven't even said hello. and We've already got into the depths of your... Yeah, of my thespian life. Yeah, your, your thespian <laughs> life. Firstly, happy happy Mother's Day because this would this is going this will go out on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, ha- how are you in general? Generally, I am fine. Um, today is an iconic day, uh, and March is always going to be a month for me that I have a, a sort of kind of a reflection, and mm. that is that on this particular day I did make the grave, no, not the grave, a great decision, and that was to uh, never look back, and I flew back into the UK and that's mm. where I started my motherhood on, on this particular day so those decisions were made and finally I acted on those decisions and 20 years later I'm fine I'm happy you know I've got and we're all the more grateful for it yeah 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 because arguably you are part of the reason this podcast exists oh, if right. we were to really take it back yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Final boss. <laughs> yeah, final boss. Yeah. yeah. When, when yeah. you say, oh, sorry, Almas. Uh, maybe Almas. Do you want to introduce your mum? Like, how do you even no, introduce no, your mum onto a show? Oh no. my gosh, my mum. All right. Well, well, I start off at saying that she's the first person I met. Do you know what I mean? In the world, yeah. which is great. Is that true, um, or was it the nurse? No, I mean, Ruben I, I clearly out. doesn't know anything about giving birth. <laughs> I can say, I can say quite proudly, I was her first home. Oh, Aww. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very it's true. Very true. That it's very, very true. true. Yeah, so everyone that listens to what is this behaviour, all of our family that are locked in, um, this is my mum, a.k.a. Safira, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. at must be the jeans on Instagram. <laughs> oh, um, that's who must be the jeans is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I don't know who it was. Why were oh, you reporting her to Instagram to block her or something, Aaron? No, 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 no. I, I just I thought it was um I, I knew it was a member of Almas's family. I just didn't know it was Final Boss. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> jeans must be the jeans uh, with a G. So G E N E S. Yeah. So, I mean, to let ex- you know. Yeah, yeah, I'd expect nothing, nothing less from the Badats. To yeah. <laughs> Full creative remix. But carry on, Almas. Yeah, and quite frankly, whenever I think about like inspiration and learnings and all of that kind of stuff, it always comes back to mum, isn't it? And mm. that's probably quite similar for a lot of people. Um, and everyone likes to say that their mum is the best mum. And mm. so uh, my mum is the best mum, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> let's start from there. <laughs> yeah. how, how does that feel to hear, Safira? Um, I mean, it is nice. It's lovely. I mean, they tell me every day, mum, you're the best, you know, those yeah. words of encouragement. They know what I've been through. They know how we've survived as a team. Mm. And um, mm. every day we do say, I love you, you know, you're the best, you're doing the right thing, you're doing what's best for you. So we do support each other in that way. Mm. And that, for me, is uh, part of what I call the character building from a, a long time, uh, in the, especially in the last 20 years when I had to stand on my own two feet. I had to look at um, 
my children and say, right, I've got these three kids. What am I going to do with them? <laughs> and, you know, as being a parent yeah. is bad enough. You know, it's overwhelming. <laughs> you know. Kids don't have them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not nice when they say to you, well, it was your choice, not mine to be born. But yeah. let's not say that right now. But um, <laughs> on a good note, on a good note, um, you know, they... My my concept of raising my children would have really been that um, they've got their dad genes, they've got my genes, they've got all sorts of things coming out left, right and centre. Put that aside. I'm going to build on their character. I want them to the, be the best version of themselves and probably the best version of me because I'm the one that's actually going to be bringing them up into, you know, mm. the next sort of 20 years. So for me, it was more of a... Uh, not raising my children, but raising a great character in each of them. Wow, that's some wisdom. Yes. <laughs> you know what it was really like the point that you just made, because um, I uh, about actually not reciting, but kind of verbalizing how much mm -hmm. you love each other. It's mm -hmm. really interesting because I watched this. I sent it to Almas and Ruben. This doc series around sex and love around the world and i think mm -hmm. in the first two episodes is japan and india yeah, and they just see, say how great. those two cultures don't verbalize that Never. how kind of yeah. how this i don't even know if destructive is the word but how how much of a missed opportunity yes definitely kind of saying that right yeah definitely because when i was raised in a muslim household in a very indian culture um, if I ever got a hug from my dad or my mom, would have been on the two festivals, the two Eids that we celebrate, wow. and we would be lucky enough to get a hug out of it. As we got old, I mean, there was this stage between, I said, puberty and, you know, 20, when you like, you don't have no contact with your parents, physical contact with your parents, because I just think, you know, you're growing up, you're a woman, there's a man, that the touchy touchy doesn't go on. But as we got older, and we sort of spread our wings. We then brought that back into the family mm. to force my mum to hug us. And even till the day, you know, to, even till now, she, she was really reluctant to actually be confident enough to sort of give us back the hug and the love or even verbalise it. It was mm. very hard for her. Yeah, it's great that you're breaking that, that though, in a positive yeah. way. It's yeah. so good to hear. Yeah. No, for, for me, it was... Um, the one thing I said to my mum when I came back, and a lot of it has to do with going back to 2001 and up to today. And the first thing my mum said, you know, you can't do this. You know, you're on your own. You know, all the, the society, what the society and the community expected from me. And yeah. the one thing I rem remember saying to her quite firmly, but maybe aggressively, I don't know, uh, which was I lived <laughs> my life, uh, which was I... I live my life through your eyes, but from now on, I'm going to live it through my eyes. And for me, that statement meant that I'm going to put religion aside. I'm going to put the cultural differences aside. Mm. I am going to put everything behind me and I'm going to start afresh and I'm going to do it my way because only I know what I feel. And, you know, when they say mm. until you've lived in that person's shoes, you yeah. will never know. So, and that I've always stayed by that, to be quite honest with you. And I've gone against the grain many a times. Yeah. Many a times. Yes. <laughs> Come on. 
I must say, <laughs> Safira, sorry, Almas, we haven't even brought you in. It's eight minutes. We just no. We just I talk really... to my mum every single day, so yeah. I'm here. It's fine. It's all, all good. Right, that's dope. I must say, it must have taken so much courage for you, Safira, to actually mm-hmm. first make that internal decision, mm-hmm. and commit to it, and then like action it, like yeah. in the real world. Yeah. What, yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, go on, finish it off. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when... Because you mentioned, like, when you came over to mm-hmm. the UK. But mm-hmm. but when was that transition? Like, when did you make that decision to actually, like, walk your own path? Because it's right. clearly... Those values are clearly instilled in yeah. all yeah, your children. Yeah, I mean, um, I would say prior to 2001, between uh, 2000 and 2001, there were events in my life that weren't very pleasant. And... Mm. It was just a matter of me working out who I am, where I belong, what I want from this, and it's not working out. And if I go back to the UK, to my dad's, I'm going to be at my mom and dad's house. Do I really want to be there? Um, I'm going to be a divorced woman. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And those were everybody else's sort of vision. And for me, I just thought, I'm going to die here, so I might as well do something about it. And mm. looking at Almas, she was 10 years old, looking at Almas at that point, I thought, if I stay here, I'm going to be one day a mother-in-law and one day I'm going to be a grandma and I'll never have any say in those things because there's mm. this figure here that's really overpowering all of us. And what Almas went through, I didn't want my boys to go through that as well. Yeah. So. I had a choice, either I die there or I just take that plunge. And I took that plunge. And it took about the final six months to, you know, was the main thing. I tried a couple of times, couldn't get out. But eventually I did. And um, thank God I've I've no regrets Mm. at all. Um, I've been a mother and a father to them. and I've, like I said, I've built their characters to be who I want them to be and which is to be free and have mm. a choice and have a voice. Mm. That's so, that, yeah. is the, that is the billboard. One mm. one. <laughs> be free to have a choice and have a voice, you know. Definitely. Because have a choice that, and have a voice. That sounds she, so Indian. You've, you've even got bars. <laughs> like You're even writing rhymes out here, Sphira. <laughs> yeah, well, where do you think Elmas came from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. We're, we're so, looking at the source right here. This yeah, is it. the source code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have to, yeah, no, go on. I was going to say, you know, yeah. like being a mum in, in the sense that um, I had a head start from probably most women uh, because my choice of career was a nursery nurse. So right. I was already a mother to so many children okay. across Hackney and Africa. That's all I can say. And um, I just knew that from a very young age, even as young as 10, that I always wanted to be a nursery nurse. I was going to look after children, and that was my career path, and I chose that career path. And it really helped me with uh, raising my children, you know. Do you, I'd say, do you think being... Oh, sorry, go on, Alice. No, I was going to add to it and just say that I, I'd say that even as we get older and my my friends and my brother's friends um, meet meet you later on in life, I think it's still the same, the same relationship because some of my friends call you mum. And mm-hmm. I think in general, people always feel comfortable to come into the house and have food or whatever like you've, you've got um 
little packages or you know there's I think that that sort of nurturing and like motherly quality is still um is still there and so even though and we're all still children isn't it Mm -hmm. I think and that comes from the fact that when again going back to the way I was raised we never were allowed to have friends in the house we couldn't socialize outside with our English friends our other non non sort of you know black friends or whoever they were we weren't allowed to have any social aspects into the home so for me for for me to keep my children safe and give them the best of everything mm. uh, my doors were always and has always been open for anybody to walk in and you ain't leaving my house without food <laughs> yeah, know. <laughs> you know even if, even if you've eaten even if yeah. you've eaten yeah because i've experienced that yeah you are going to eat and drink and be happy <laughs> in this environment <laughs> Because that's yeah. all about the socialising, isn't it? Learning. Yeah. Such a beautiful way to, to live. Yeah. But do you think that was shaped by your career in being a nursery school Caregiver. teacher? Because I get, yeah, I guess like if you kind of look at, at young children as being the time where their kind of personality mm-hmm. is being shaped and it's not, it's also like they're not old enough to have been shaped by outside forces. So in a wide sense, they're, they're their purest. Has, was that time, like, looking after so many different kids over different cultures really shape the way you see the world as well? Uh, definitely, but then there was always that... I always had a niggling feeling within me from a very young age. Who am I? Where do I belong? What is this? You know, I'm being told uh, <laughs> men go to work, women stay at home, but my mum is working. She's bringing the money in, but nobody right. recognises that. So for me, I was always a bit like, hold on, I'm a woman and I'm going to stand up and I'm going to do what I need to do. And mm. and that niggling feeling has always been with me, whether it was through religion, mm. whether it was through my culture, uh, whether I saw it through my siblings, etc. And I'm the only one out of my sisters that eventually, you know, I cried in front of my dad because I'm my dad's favourite. I just said, I want to go to college and I want to do nursery nursing. And he couldn't say no to me. Um, I was, <laughs> you know, I just put on the waterworks, isn't it? Yeah, and that's it. You know. The you puss in boots eyes. You, you got to do the puss in boots yeah. eyes, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, If it works, do it, mate. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> it's so clear where Almas gets some of our hustle for. <laughs> <laughs> Almas just turns up at places. Yeah. Like, but, you know, and one thing is, <laughs> Don't be malicious about it. You know, do yeah. it with a genuine yeah. heart and, you know, don't hurt anybody along the way. Those are the main things that I actually work with. But um, I I was the only daughter that was actually under my dad's roof in the early 80s, having a wage, uh, working and doing, doing what I love doing best, you know. And mm. going into the environment of working, I saw a lot of, I mean, I'm living in Hackney, so there was all these can't do this, can't say this, even in the 80s, you know, the P- mm. PCs of everything. And I would walk in one day in my shalwar kameez and people would look at me like, oh, wow, you know, you're Indian. I said, but I'm still the same person, still the mm. same voice, you know, I've still got the same. And then, you know, just simple things like, I used to be called Sophie because they couldn't say my name. Oh, wow. Shame Shame on me for saying it. But Did you challenge it? I didn't. I actually introduced it because at that time I was so naive, right? Right, right, right. But through the children and through the books, I would make sure the children's names were pronounced properly, encourage the parents Mm. to 
don't be ashamed of it you know this is what we're going to call you and you know this is that's the name you've been given and those are really important things for children to be recognized for yeah and to be proud of you know and um little things like that i remember junaid once um having his friends around and he said oh i said oh i'll make curry and rice and he goes no mom you can't make curry and rice <laughs> and i said but all your mates are from you know either jamaica or ghana what does it matter i cooked a curry and rice and his face when his mates loved every bit of oh, it wow, wow, and, and i think for me that was like all this time, this boy has probably been anxious about the fact that he doesn't belong here or there or wherever. Right. Yet, you know, they never were able to, even amongst them friends, to say, well, I'm Indian and these are my, this is what I can bring to the table or I'm from Africa and this is what I can bring. So just curry and rice made a lot of difference to <laughs> how he felt accepted. Yeah, his friends. rice is that biggest link. It's in so it, crazy. It. It's so mad. food is really important <laughs> to, you know, change everybody's attitude i think it yeah. is isn't it's it so it's like true. the bridge to inclusivity yeah even. like yeah. even to open mm-hmm. the discussions mm-hmm. like, I think food also means like love and effort and energy and um breaking bread together is a yeah. really like big yeah. um it, you know when you sit at a table together or or even if you just if you have a pot and everyone's taking from the same thing and then being nourished i think yeah. psychologically like it really bonds everyone together you have yeah. like something that you can share in that moment that's yeah. it Food it's an is access comfort. point to our humanity as well it's like that's that shared it. you know what i mean like transcends everything ideals race culture all of that stuff like we have to eat so let's mm-hmm. do this together and we bond yeah definitely yeah. yeah definitely i just think food is comfort love and home all in one isn't it mm. yeah yeah, it's true. And yeah. now everyone loves your curries and they, they wanna they wanna come round and they request it and you know and yeah. so it's so it's just so nice that especially Janaid has then seen that and then twenty years later or ten years later, you're in demand, mate. Yeah, people want those recipes. Yeah. Tafira's, what's your Instagram? At Chai and Chatter. Yeah, Chai and oh Chatter. Oh my God, you got two grams. I have. Oh, that's you as well. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, don't know. You're missing, Aaron, you're missing out, mate. You're missing out. Aaron, all the accounts you don't know is Safira. All yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Even the fashion ones that you don't yeah, know. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Chai and Chatter actually is exactly what it is you've got your cup of chai and we can chatter and all my the idea was to really document all my recipes from what my mum gave me and what I know uh, document it and Almas, Junaid and Amir can go on there when I'm not here they can go there and those recipes will always be there for Mm. them uh, I love that, like legacy oh, recipes. Yeah. Cookbook uh, pending. I, yeah. I think that's the next thing. I'd love to create a cookbook with you, mum, and put yeah. it out and let everyone else also try your recipes too at home. Definitely. And a lot of people have been, you know, a lot of people come back and <laughs> they're already about, doing it. Yeah, they're already <laughs> doing it. And it is nowadays, it's all, you know, it's visual, isn't it? There's a lot of. Uh, visual visuality you don't even need a cookbook just go on chai and chatter and you'll find your recipe there, <laughs> oh, there you go. on youtube as well <laughs> the I, love, I love it I, I must say yeah what i absolutely love safira about you and just your family in general mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, ba- the 
badats, the badats, however people want to pronounce it, is that I just think you guys really embody this open and inclusive spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've always admired that about your family. And like going back to what you said about the doors are always open, there is always this sense that when you walk into your house that... Even if it's, you're there for the first time, you're just totally accepted for who you are. And there absolutely. Is no, there's absolutely um, no judgment. And um, I can see that in Almas's work and, and also just the energy of both both your sons as well. Yeah. And why shouldn't you be not accepted? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, we are human. We're all different. We've all got something to bring to the table and embrace it. Yeah. I mean, you and Almas, right? You, you're both quite strong personalities. So, like, mm-hmm. do you always get along? Oh, yeah. my God, wait, let me tell the story of yesterday. Uh, no, no, we don't always get along. <laughs> so yesterday, yeah, listen, I'm in my room, I'm recording, and I just hear, like, a little <laughs> rustle underneath, my, like, a little rustle in the corner of the room, and I'm going, what's going on? And I look, and my mum's, like, put 15 quid underneath the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so oh cute, God. yeah? Too fairy too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I also think that 15 pounds, when it comes from your mum, feels like 150 pounds I don't know what mm. it is it's like that same childlike feeling of getting like pocket money so I'm like oh my god I've got money yeah so I'm like really excited and I open the door and no one's there and I'm going mom like where are you go downstairs or get halfway down the stairs and I'm just about to say um thanks for the money and then mum goes I'm not even halfway <laughs> down the stairs yet and mum's like well, I'm just going to go and do the washing up, seeing as you didn't do that yesterday and seeing as it's there <laughs> Sunday. And I was like, hold on, what is this ambush? And we could not, I just was on the landing. I could not stop laughing because I was like, you have lured me out of my room with oh 15 my pounds. Gosh, 15 pounds. <laughs> to then, to then annihilate like me ma- on the way trip. down. <laughs> Right. Yes. On my, in in my defense, you know, in my defense, it's a trap. <laughs> it was done. It was done with a good heart. Yeah. I didn't expect her to come out yeah. of her room because she was uh, recording. But yeah. that that that's gone and done and dusted, mate. I'm a walking diary. You know, ten yeah, past yeah. two. You ain't done the washing, girlfriend. Get on with it. <laughs> that's great you know because the washing's not going to do itself in it regardless of how many international shows this woman's got going on absolutely (laughs) you know know i mean you gotta get the curry off that spoon man yeah (laughs) (laughs) your mum will always no matter how how um respected you are in the outside world yeah or how big you think you are like how confident you are your mum as soon as you walk in the same questions will be there why have yeah. you not done the washing? Why is the yeah. carpet not hoovered? What do you yeah. think this is? Why is I, this is not a hotel? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? But what I will say about um, getting on and not getting on is that I think, especially in the past two to three years, um, from my own experience, mum and I have been working so hard at clear and honest communication. Mm. And that doesn't always look rosy right and what you mm-hmm. get to see on the outside of it is definitely the fun and the um just like the fruits of our labor yeah. and that labor is deep heart work and deep um you know your family is and regardless of whether your family is blood or not whoever you consider as your family those those people are really tied heart uh, tied um closely to your soul and your heart mm. and mm-hmm. um the conversations that we've had and we keep on having 
I think the reason why yesterday stuck out to me so much is because had we had that conversation about the washing a while back, it might have gone a different way. But actually, I was just on the floor laughing at the audacity of it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and Yeah. And so I think we're getting into a place where I can sort of understand my mum as a whole human being yeah. and I can gauge the tone. And I think sometimes when you grow up in a, you know, mother, child, mother and child scenario, by the time I know that in my personal experience, I've then been on the defense a lot. Like, just, and I still am sometimes catching on the wrong day and I can be really snappy. Mm. And so, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh, saying anything. You don't but, need to, Sophia. <laughs> Your cough said uh, it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so, um, yeah, and so I think that, you know, it's important to note that there's a lot, a lot of constant hard work and pain, pain work that happens in the undercurrent so then the foundation is strong enough to say those words like I love you or I appreciate you or actually you really hurt me in that moment in, in a in a kind and compassionate and looser way um, and that's something that as a family unit not just mum and I but as a unit of six we are constantly working at and um, creating space for and I always think back to my ideas of what it means to come from a South Asian family and we are really challenging all those ideas of communication or expectation, respect. What does accountability and responsibility look like? How do we, how, you know, does gender play a role in this? All of that kind of stuff. And mm. uh, one thing that I've learned over the years is that, mum, what's really nice, and I've said this to you, mm. that you actually display the ability to learn mm-hmm. and to adapt. And I think it reminds me all the time that no matter how, um, how much I'm a matriarch or in a powerful position or as I get older there's always capacity to learn and adapt and listen and yeah. I think that's a really great quality that you have that I don't always see as we as people get older yeah, yeah. and I think uh, just saying that I mean it has been hard for me to have these uh, three adults now I mean I, I thought at 18 off you go mate you know I've mm. done my bit I can relax now <laughs> But the, the having a child, one is that the older they get, the bigger the problems, right? Wow. And uh, you know what? They were better off sitting in their buggy and not walking. Yeah. That's, that's the way I see it. <laughs> the moment they start walking, well, it's that's it, over. right? It's yeah. all over. You're running after them. You're worried about them in lots of different ways. Mm. I mean, there is good and bad to everything. But every few years every two years every six months the circumstances change and what they've taught me is that I've got to listen to them I've got to now really I brought them up the way I wanted them to be so I've got no reason to complain when they're giving me a bit of a mouthful here and there you know you know <laughs> how, however we discuss yeah. it right I mean but we do we do have respect and we do talk to each other in a respectful way I've never had to really shout at my children um, because I've always given them a pedestal to express themselves. I hope I have anyway. Um, and and prepared them for this sort of communication you're going to have with different types of people right across uh, nations and everything. But um, it is hard for me. I've had to relearn a lot of things. I have to relearn my own attitude. Um, uh, there's still a part of me 
that reminds me of my childhood and what the way my mum spoke to me and my expectations and my cultural expectations. And I have to rethink everything before I answer or make a decision. And that is to say, nope, you know, we're in 2021 and this is how we're going to do it. And this is what I've always wanted for my children. So I shouldn't now say, well, I'm not accepting this because it's against my culture or my religion. I've brought them up in a specific way. So I've had to relearn a lot of things as I'm getting older as well. Mm. I think that is the perfect note to taper our conversation off. Oh, wow. Um, is that gone so quick? It's only half an hour. Yeah, we'd love to have you back on the show. The reason why we're doing half an hour, half an hour is because uh, next up, we're bringing my mum in. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a mum sandwich episode. Maybe wow. it's even called the mum Mac, like the Big Mac. I don't know. We're, <laughs> we're, we're ideating here, man. <laughs> Fill it a mum. Something fishy there. Oh, she got jokes too, yes. Aaron, you don't know me at all. Aaron don't have a clue. (laughs) Sitting back, taking it in. (laughs) I am. I am. (laughs) Poor old Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat, Aaron. It's too much. The more you get to know my mum, the like literally, she you will you'll be just living your best life, and she just comes for you, or you'll be brushing your teeth, and she'll just say something wild, and you're like, whoa. We call her Mother Rudeness Mother Rudeness. I have acquired that name as Mother Rudeness, but it's been lovely speaking to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to say those. Yeah, there is lots to say, but you can't wrap it up in 30 minutes. But no, You can't do yeah. whole history. There's no way. We would love to have you back on the show again. We'll have, we'll have a think. Um, I mean, I probably should speak to Almas as well. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, I'm just publicly inviting you on there, and, which I haven't even spoke to these guys. I just want to say well done to the three of you for doing what you're doing. You're doing really well. and Well, fantastically well, should I say. Mm. Thank well you. Done. Thank well you. done. Well we're, done. We're, we're constantly learning. And I really do love the fact that, um, Zafira, that you, you and Almas have these regular conversations and that, mm. um, ha- like, regardless of where you are in your journey, mm-hmm. as a human, like, you're constantly open to learning. And Almas is always going on about, um, was it horizontal conversations, Almas? Vertical. Right. Vertical. Vertical. Definitely not horizontal. We want to be standing up. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Like, I love that, honestly. Yeah. Just to round up, the reason why she talks so much is because... <laughs> <laughs> and I do as well. And I do as well. In the most well, in such a nonchalant way, way as well. Yeah. Most, in a positive oh, way. No. When the I carry she talks so much. So yeah. I'll tell you what. Um no, just to round it up, when I carried her for nine months, I used to speak to her all the time. I'm oh. gonna turn on the washing machine and this is what it does. Don't be afraid. This is the noise it makes. I'm going into the car. I'm on the bus. And I would talk her through all the processes. So she was familiar with all the sounds. Nana speaking, Nanny speaking. Yeah, your dad shouting, but hey-ho, that's life. Um, And then when she came out, um, and when she came out, when she was born. (laughs) (laughs) And she she would be sleeping. She would be sleeping in the... That's another comment. Yeah, she's sleeping in the cot, and I would just hoover, and she would sleep right through it. You know, I could vacuum, I could do all that. She was familiar with all those sounds. Mm. I had no worry about her being 
startled in any way, you know. So, you know, she she's who she is because curiosity must be her middle name and she's very inquisitive. So because you're my mother. Her, yeah, I've made her that way. I wanted her to go there and, you know, don't hold she's anything doing. back. Yeah. Just mm, do it's it. Definitely though. in the right line of work then. Yeah, and I, I, the one thing I've always said to her is that, you know, I couldn't do the things I wanted to do, but, you know, do it for me, if anything. Do yeah. it for me. Love Make me that. proud. Yeah. Jeez. Thank you very much, Sophia. Okay. And have Thank a great you. Mother's Day. Yeah, Thanks, no so problem. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Bye. 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 What is this behavior? Select Mother. Introducing Mum to Jody, aka Ruben and Aaron's mum. Let's go. Amos is so excited to hear my mum's voice. She said, "Hit record straight, straight away. away." All right, we're in the mix, man. Sorry, it's taking long. It's been an absolute palaver trying to sort it's this right. recording Let's run this. I literally have to go at five on the dot. I also oh, have to go out. We've all got schedules. See, Auntie oh Jotty is like, I've got <laughs> places to be. She hasn't got time for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is number two. Mum ain't got Come nowhere on, to no. go. She just said on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mum, where, where have you got to go at five Who? on the dot? I have to get the train by half five to be at Brentwood for six. And then we go to the cathedral and we do the way of the cross because it's yeah. Friday and it's Lent. So dad will meet me about 10. Mom, are you even allowed to go to church? What is this illegal church gatherings or something? Or is that no, illegal? illegal? I don't even know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, we have to do social distancing. You've got to clean your hands. You've got to get your temperature to meters apart uh, cathedral can take about 700 people but only 100 wow. can go in wow. oh my oh. god and you made it you know what you made covid cut, is yeah. you know what's covid taught me whenever grain, Ruse, whenever <laughs> we done peace be with you in church i don't know what yeah. was on people's hands to be honest before oh, that's so now peace be with you is just like in malaysia where you put both the hands like you know the indian uh, namaste thing yeah. So yeah, we yeah, do yeah. the we do the Namaste thing. So the British have learned about Namaste. So uh, we don't say like the so we don't of holy touch. gestures or something. Yeah, Can, but we don't touch head. We don't touch. So when on Ash Wednesday you're supposed <laughs> to get your ashes on your forehead. Yeah, uh, turned it into a so Bible da, <laughs> This is, no, you know what, Mum? I thought I was just laughing dust already. Dust into dust, thou shall return. Oh so my now God. we Mom, did that. Mum, you're going straight into prayer. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we have to. We have to. We just put already. the cross on 20. the forehead. Finished. <laughs> uh, it's Lent. It's yeah, I know it's Lent. Mum, wait. It's two minutes. <laughs> no, it's so true. Yeah, We're two Christian minutes in, name, and Mama's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. it's two minutes in, and Mama's already said a prayer and told us the order of service. <laughs> I knew you would come on the show and use it as a um, as a vessel to preach the good news. Was yeah, the because you're living at number ten. What the hell do you think number ten is about? Yeah, the Christian residence. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, listen, Mama. Firstly, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you, yeah, thank happy, you. Well, on... Happy Mother's Day for Sunday, Mum, or for this yep. week. Or... There's the fourth Sunday wow. of Lent is what? Mother's Day. To be honest, there's oh, another oh, yeah. <laughs> Sunday She's of Lent. Again, yeah. That's okay. 
always is mother's day it's only britain that celebrates mother's day on the fourth sunday of lent i don't know why but the whole america malaysia uh, australia is third uh, may the 13th ah mom's okay. quite good with dates man second yeah. sunday but of yeah may, ha- but happy, happy mother's, mother's day, day. And, and welcome on the show thank you welcome to the show we, uh, I don't know what show is this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she, she don't know what's going on. Wait a minute, mom. You do know what show this is. Can you remember the name of the show? Come on, man. Is it Zen? No, do you know what mom said? No, Zencast is the software that we're using to record. Oh, sorry. This so what's right. the, the show? The show that we've been running for the last half a it's year, a nearly prod- a year. It's a broadcast? It's not a broadcast. It's That's near. It's a podcast. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, what is this behavior? It's the show, remember? Individualism. <laughs> no, that's uh, back no. in the day, bro. Oh, oh, that was shut down that was 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, is it hard Mom's, to keep up with the things that I don't know if Mum is good. No, no, really, no. I don't know if Mum's good or bad for you. She's, I don't know if she's <laughs> sending a message, but it's maybe a wrong message. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I think there's so many things that we've done that floats around in your head that sometimes yeah. you. Plus, we don't uh, update Mum all the time, so we're coming here with different bits of information every couple of years and stuff. So also, yeah. to be uh, honest, there's three of you and one of your mum. Do you know what I mean? It's hard enough remembering one person's birthday but to remember three people and the things they're doing is actually wild so you're doing a good job don't mm. let Ruben and Aaron tell you tell you any different <laughs> <laughs> no problems uh, uh, I know y'all are doing this something with them with three of you so I don't know but maybe Auntie Alice may know oh really yeah because so Auntie Alice her. is my dad's sister but how would Auntie Alice know because she follows... they, she seemed to be following y'all very closely, isn't oh, really? it? So I don't follow y'all unless nice. I tell my patients to follow y'all. Oh yeah, you do that, don't yeah, you? Just... So so mum's a nurse, by the way, mm. and she tells her patients about us and she sends them all our websites. And so her <laughs> patients are like check out Ruben and Aaron's website and they're quite gassed. They they think highly of us, don't they? Oh they're they're fascinated because wow. That's uh, it. Some, you know, because everybody's children are either lawyers, accountants, working for taxmen or what. But on stage, on broadcast, and comedian and uh, film director. When I say film director, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so it's different, isn't it, for them? Mm. Yeah, really mom is great PR on. actually. Did, yeah. yeah, and for them, the the Asians feel very proud. Mm. that Asians have come up they call second is it second British second generation second generation second I gen. don't know but they yeah. are so proud That's mm. that leads us on to a good question I know mm. we're short for time here but like uh, uh, Ruth I don't even know how we really want to run it but I guess mum just to give you a rough idea of what this podcast is and whenever we have guests the type of questions we ask we obviously speak to so different South Asians um, that are like you just said kind of in not the fields that you just spoke of so like different kind of different vocations or career paths so filmmakers and on stage and comedians and stuff um but i think we we wanted to get obviously you Mm. on because you're a mum and it's mother's day and i guess kind of unpack and hear your story so when when you came over to england like how you're you're cutting out a little bit aaron sorry okay okay it was just basically asking mum's yeah so try again how she came over but yeah, Rubes, you can take over if it's a little bit more clearer. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry. So Aaron's just literally asking, like, how did it feel? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear us, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it, Rubes. No. Technical problems. Almas, can I you can hear everybody? Indeed. Loud and clear. Mum, can you pray for the connection to be stronger, maybe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's something she can <laughs> so, do. So, yes, uh, I love uh, it. This is the energy that yeah, you need. Yeah, she can actually do. <laughs> yeah, this is what my mum does, man. So Aaron was asking, like, how was it for you and dad as first generation immigrants when you first came to the UK? What was the feeling when you'd like touched down? Uh, when, when I came, I was just 20. So I celebrated 21 years old here. But being 20, young, bubbly, I just wanted to have the experience of sitting on top of a red London bus. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I came here to do nursing because um, it's a profession that's recognized all over the world. So when I came in, I joined nursing in Surrey. Uh, first time living away from home, coming from a family of eight. It was such a disaster. If there was a plane outside in the field, I would have jumped on the plane and gone back. That really? was the loneliness we felt. How long did you guys feel that? I wanted to stay only three years, get my qualification and fly back oh, home. Oh, really? Was that the plan? Yeah, that's what I planned. So I bought two cups, two plates, two <laughs> spoons in my sitting room. So you, you entertain somebody and that's it. And every day I would write a letter t describing the whole day I spent in England to my mother, pages and pages and pages. Oh, wow. And then when I was in the plane, I wrote every moment of experience in the plane to my parents. Yes, that was the beginning. What? Jeez, mm. and, and so you would send the letters back regularly? Mm. Wow, I did not know that story, man. I didn't mm. know, like, know how lonely or kind of like anxious you guys were and, when you touched down. Yeah, at that time we didn't have video cameras or cameras, so really description and writing in the papers and letters. And mm. What was that feeling like when waiting we had... for those letters to come back? Because, you know, you might send... Um, a message but then you wouldn't now it's so instant isn't it and you would have have to, had to have waited weeks or maybe months for a response uh because we lived in a nursing home in a manor house so we have like you letter boxes you go down to the office and everybody's waiting for letters coming from back from malaysia so somebody will pick it up and then maybe drop it in your nurse's room uh, but I think nearly every week there may be one letter coming back since I have brothers and sisters, my dad, my mom, so maybe my friends. So maybe once a week you get more, more than one letter. So that keeps in touch with you. So that wasn't mm. so bad, but mostly homesick, completely homesick. Mostly feeling homesick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but because we came here as a batch, so maybe in our batch of classroom of children, mm -hmm. we may have maybe five, six, seven Malaysians. So we get together and we will talk together. We'll spend time together. Mm. We go shopping together. When we shifts are finished, we may cook in the kitchen together. And of course, a lots of boys and girls. So there was a mixture of male students and females so the guys will steal all your fresh food from the <laughs> freezer <laughs> so that was those were good times <laughs> good times you know yeah. getting robbed and, the, and when 
when Uncle Stanley came, he joined us about three months later. He joined me later because he wanted to get an education in this country to become an accountant. So the route to come in is through nursing. Oh, seems what? That, that, that seems really irrelevant. You come, you do nursing as an entry, entry point to accounting. Accountancy, which means like um, he can work, get paid for the qualification and study online or go to college part-time or mm. night duty. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, do you know what I find as well is that you've come over and then you're settling into a new space and then you started to build a family yourself. And that must have been such a new experience in terms of, of creating a family in a completely different culture. And what was that like taking all of the bits that you knew from home and using that to make a new home with Ruben, Aaron and Shanti? Ah, oh, that's a very interesting question. It's really, um, uh, we, I mean, I had my head strike, you know, I wanted to get married to somebody who cared for the wife and the children because when I did night duty on nights as a single mother, I could hear all the mothers that came on night duty talking about their marriages and this and that and their difficulties. So I decided to get married to somebody that would be Malaysian, not any other, so that life would be a bit more easier to bring up the kids. Uh-huh, that makes and me well. very much easier, you know, you got the same culture and everything. So I wasn't brave enough to go out of the race to get mm. married like some of my friends did. Mm. So it was more calculated. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like yeah. falling into love, but yeah. growing to love and care. So that was my... Um, like my wait, guard wait, dad, dad knows this hopefully so it? that was my guard <laughs> yeah. uh, so so that that you tick the box maybe 90 percent. the rest you bring up the kids but uh, lillian and ted were our angels above when we moved into the flat in malting house so so lil and ted for context lil and ted were basically what who we would call our white grandparents Legends. they were like these two old yeah two old white people that lived in the same building as us at the time and um they made friends with my mum and my mum would send us to be childminded by them but they just played such a massive and important integral role in bringing us up and just i don't know just showering us with a lot of love and care and i think i may have said this on a previous pod that like lil and ted as like our white grandparents they, they were like white people that showed us so much love so we already associated love with white people and there wasn't much separateness from that you know which was thing. i think a blessing in disguise about us you know knowing something it. that i yeah, also man. find with family as well is that in life even if you don't have the um you know what we call like a nuclear family or we don't have all of the extended yeah. family life has a really funny way of bringing those people to us in unconventional ways um yeah yeah, yeah I, I really, really, yeah. yeah, I do find that. So w- do you prefer yeah. to be called Jyoti or Auntie Jyoti? You have to tell me. What, what can I call you? Because I think I've always called you mum or when I'm in the house, it's, you know, Ruben's mum or outside of the house, sorry, I'll say Ruben's mum. What do you prefer? Anything, Ruben's <laughs> mum or something. And how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that, Aaron? <laughs> or something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well in context right depends you know I mean? who's in the chat yeah <laughs> yeah poor Aaron man and then, and then we haven't even brought up my sister that's funny like mum how 
because you mentioned earlier on that you were you, you said and a couple of times you're like you're quite proud of some of the paths that we took me Aaron and our sister Shanti um known as Rosie to some who's an actress like Aaron's Aaron's a filmmaker I work in edutainment Shanti's an actress how was it when we first started to go and do those kind of odd career paths like how was it for you as a uh, mom because I did what I wanted to do, I came here. My parents didn't want me to come here. I was so quite determined at that young age to get a profession. I thought I'll go back to Malaysia, but I ended up here. So I thought it's best that you give the kids the, the route that they want to go because I got the route I wanted to go and I managed to get the best out of my route. Wow. So that's why I said to Ruben, if it, I mean, I did gear Ruben into geography, <laughs> tried to get him into like, <laughs> to be a news like reader. A, he a, actually wrote this up on an earlier forecast. Right why? Why did <laughs> so you ask him to I get into to geography? I tried to them and move them and push, but I didn't. What, mom, 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 let's back up. Ruben, why did yeah. you want him to do geography? I want. I wanted him to become either architect or go into nature or you know vegetation or whatever vegetation <laughs> i mean i ended up tr tr trying weed once or twice so <laughs> no. so, we, so i got in into vegetation right? like a geologist or something in oh, okay well, why something is that linked, linked, linked back to the earth aaron can you Attin take it edinburgh you know yeah earth yeah. and edinburgh you know oh, wow. life earth sea but fish mum mum very mom. earthy yeah yeah I'm, but I'm, there, there must hmm. there must be like a deeper reason like like that makes sense like the the careers and and the choices like geography and yeah earth sciences and that but like why that specific field was there a specific reason why like did you have a connection to the because earth or was it just something you thought was oh uh, yeah career path that I've was going to open got, up I love geography. I'm very earthy. I wanted to do certain things about geography. I didn't get into it. Okay. So you, you tend uh, to push your kids to what you didn't achieve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay. Shanti, I didn't know, you know that. Dancing. Oh, so that's why you tried to get Shanti to do dance. Dancing. Yeah. Well, because you slightly wanted to do dancing. Dancing, you music. Children. So I geared them to Asian music, Tamil music, thinking that they can yeah. speak the second language. <laughs> oh, we were terrible. <laughs> we were so bad. Okay. That's why you sent. So she sent Shanti to, but like Baranatyam dancing. You mm. tried to get me to do. play the veena and them mm. things. Jesus, well, you a... did. You've you have still so, all moved into the art space or entertainment space, just in different roles, isn't it? Mm. Mm. But now I'm proud because, like Aaron is doing the first Asian man. He's writing a book about it. He's writing about rice. So if you look at what Aaron is doing, is what I wanted. Like you know, geography, earth. So Aaron is doing oh. it. Okay, that's interesting. So you made yeah, a connection that way. I didn't even think of it in that way, but that's yeah, they've kind of come come full circle, but in maybe slightly different. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, full circle. Mediums, but Very the, the, na the, the narrative the and the story of what we're talking about is still the same, isn't it? Mm, because nature, rice, Indian, the culture, you know, still linking, isn't it? Mm. You know what, mum? I, when you said nature, world and all that kind of stuff, I automatically, because I know how religious you are, I automatically <laughs> made the link that you just wanted us to be like St. Francis. Yes, of Like 2.0, like yeah. the new St. Francis. Yeah. 
Have you oh, have you deeply wanted one of us to be a priest? Really, let's be honest. Yeah, one. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, like, and have you spoken to? <laughs> she's laughing. Like, have you spoken to anyone about this? Like, were you ever d- disappointed that we weren't? Because I couldn't be further away from a priest than. <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I'm not okay. disappointed. As well as you all are good Christians or good human beings, mm. respect the next door person as a human being, do good for human being, and return back to God the skills that you have received because all of us receive talents from somebody above. Mm. Okay. That's right. And you got talents. All of you got special talents. And that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've always, I mean, mum's always had the conversation with me about wanting me to be a priest, but I was like, even then, at the time she first brought it up, it was already too late for me. So um, maybe in the next gen, you're gonna become <laughs> born again, Ruth. I just thought it was quite re- in it. You yeah, you just got you may be, you know, an experimental priest. <laughs> That's it. Go against the go, going against the grain, maybe. And also with the second coming of Christ, no one knows what he will actually look like. Yeah, isn't it? Could be bored. Don't know. Nice second coming. <laughs> 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 do you know what uh, sorry random question I, I can imagine you guys have got some but um i just want to fire this at you now i have like when i was doing comedy i've as you probably have seen you two especially and heard that i've dragged you into a lot of um a lot of my comedy sketches playing yourself playing mum how did like you always say yes because you're supportive um and maybe there is no option but to say yes. I don't know. But how, how did you feel when I used to bring you in on that stuff? Uh, I don't know. I had a good laugh because I come from a family of comedians and jokers, my brothers and all that. So they always have instant jokes and all that. So <laughs> I come from that family. So I did, never took anything at heart. So that was easy for Ruben to have a good. It's only when I see the end story where he made me look so ugly. I thought, oh, my God. This is going worldwide, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it. <laughs> it's worldwide. <laughs> Wait a minute, what was that? There was one was film that? he asked me to come up and then make like few sounds and then. Like funny faces. Some yeah, one like from the stairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Oh, that was cheap cleaner. The, cheap. The... Not cheap cleaner. It's cheap cleaner. You did for Shanti. Just something else you did. Oh, Virgin time. Media pioneers. No, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mum, mum not only has let us go down a creative route, but she's actually got involved in, in stuff. The thing is, your mum is the source of this stuff. You know, like, is that, yeah, you know, is, this is this is the, the motherboard, literally. Do you know what I mean? And so to ask her, she's already yeah. like, well, yeah, I'm here. I'm existing. Do you know what I mean? I'm here. I've made this. <laughs> mm. I think that's, yeah, it's so a beautiful true, thing. Yeah, because I was very proud, really, really proud this time when Aaron said he's writing a book and I was so proud I told Dad. Wow. Yeah. Right, writing you know, is pushing like a dream it, Mum. Right writing is pushing <laughs> it. It's more, <laughs> photog- it is. it's more of a it's more of a photography book with a with an introdu- written introduction. <laughs> no, but still it's a book. True. No, yeah, 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 no, it's yeah, a book. Yeah, yeah. It's a book that you are writing, yeah. you're, you're looking at your feet, you're looking at your <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're looking at ancestries and whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're right, yeah. exactly. And also, That's... book is something you can... Book yeah. is something they you can, can go back and tell all it? the relatives. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes. it probably has yeah. a yeah. different yeah. meaning to that generation, right? <laughs> the book. 
Yeah, it does. Yeah, totally. I think like, what is, what whoever is, is proud of y'all, mostly very, very proud of y'all, is Auntie Mary and Auntie Alice. Oh, really? Auntie Mary is so proud. So that's both my dad's Auntie sisters. Alice and Jennifer. She follows y'all very wow. closely. <laughs> she might even listen to this pod yeah, if she Jennifer. is. Ruth and Aaron, yeah. how do you feel yeah. listening to your mum saying that there are so many um, relations in your family that are proud of you, all you three as siblings? Aaron? Yeah, I guess it, it's, it's good to hear. I think like when we were young, we assumed that we didn't oh, hold kind on, of Aaron, have that you're connection and then you're kind of going in and out a little bit i'm like oh, yeah sorry. but we've got his oh have we okay yeah yeah, yeah. go on bro I'm working, yeah yeah i was just saying like i think when we were young we assumed we didn't have that impact and then obviously there's a huge gap where you just kind of go you not ignore it but go off and just carve your own path and do your thing so like to come back now and hear that it is actually getting um hmm. picked up or being appreciated and stuff um it's good, I guess. Yeah, it, it's interested. So, um, yeah, good, good, good. Mm. Yeah, I, I think for me, I think it was tough when I was first starting because I think I would always get questions from aunties and uncles in regard to what I'm doing. And it was always hard to explain because I was just exploring lots of different creative avenues and I could never tell them a set thing. And then I think, or I would feel that they would be mm. concerned and then they would bring it to mum and dad and that my mum and dad would carry that weight, you know, due to my like, non, like non-stop creative e- explorations. Like, they couldn't even like language what I was doing. And I thought that was a pain point, or at least a stress point for you guys. Yeah. So to now hear that they understand what it is we do and that some of them are, are proud and celebrating it, I'm like... I'm happy and I'm even slightly relieved. <laughs> yeah. That's so beautiful. Mum, I, mean, I have a question. Yeah. Because mom, I have like a quick a, question. This comes. Uh, oh. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, mum. Go ahead. Yeah, go. Okay. Yeah, I had no, a question. No, because like, to me, you... it's like a. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> this is the normal conversation between Aaron and my mum. This is about. <laughs> this is about right. Yeah. Mama, I quickly, on, I, just, I just wanted to ask, like, because you and dad were obviously all your family, most of your family are over in Malaysia. Do you feel you had less pressure from the immediate family to justify um, the way you're bringing up your kids because they're not immediately there? So, like, if you were in Malaysia, you would obviously like host yeah, people and question. go people to have dinner and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, h- how did you feel? Fen- very very great questions basically if we were in malaysia there would have been lots of obstacles because your dad's Mm. side is totally different and uh, my side i mean i don't think they would have interfered so much my brothers and sisters Uh, but my dad wanted dad to go to malaysia and open up a video shop and camera because he wanted me back to malaysia he did all his best to try and pull back uh, your dad Oh, he wow. opened up a shop, he gave him, he promised him this, he opened up this because he wanted me to come back. But your dad refused to go there. Basically, his father said to him, this. in case something don't get, mm. if in case something didn't go right, he, my side or my dad's side will say, look, you are a failure. But this, my dad didn't think of that. He wanted his child back to Malaysia. He wanted his son-in-law there he wanted his grandchildren there he 
tried his best about five, four or five times. Mm. Opened up a shop, opened up this, come home, come home, come home. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't know that either, mm. man. And why, if you don't mind me asking, mum, did you guys push mm. back and stay in the I, UK? I wanted to go back. I miss Malaysia oh, wow. so much. I left wow. seven brothers and sisters, oh. isn't it? Yeah, it was so hard. Rich... Every time I go home and I come back in the plane, my heart is broken. Wow. And you come back, it take you about a month, you cry and cry and cry and you continue. Uh, but your dad didn't want, basically, it was given to him in a plate by his father-in-law. You oh, know, so you know that people, people, people will talk, oh, this man went to England and didn't come back and now he's opened up a business. And if anything goes wrong, people will talk, isn't it? Well, sorry, I don't understand. So dad stayed over, dad wanted to stay in the UK. Why? He to, wanted to, to become himself, an accountant. He wanted to oh, follow okay. his own yeah. path. Simple as yeah. To yeah. prove himself, yeah, follow his own path. What right. great character. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... Uh, Who? Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not your it's dad. True, not you your know. dad, but Reuben and Aaron's dad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because, you know, you could, yeah. you could have the option of taking the, the, as you said, the route that's given to you on a plate. But to actually say, no, I want to build this. I want to follow my own path and follow mm. my own passions. Is mm. I think something that's reflected mm. in all of your children, to be honest. Mm, that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, because my dad misses. Although I said you got seven children, eh, only one person, but he said no, it's still different. So he he really pushed. So yeah, yeah. it's because it's never a numbers game, is it, with your children? I can imagine six of them are here. It doesn't matter. Like there's yeah, a connection individually yeah. to each. Child? My dad had ten of us, and two died, and then, but he still missed mm. me. I was the first one to leave home. So, so when I mean we're 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 rounding up soon to, to to the end of the chat, but when did you start getting comfortable being in the UK, or when did you stop missing Malaysia, if you ever did? Oh, stop missing Malaysia. I think after uh, after my mum died. So yeah. how long in the UK? My mum died 2007. Oh my gosh, that's not that long ago at all, really. Mm. Because you had something to go back to, isn't it, mum? Yeah. Your mum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, your siblings is siblings, but your mum and dad is mum and dad, isn't it? Mm. Well, I must say, thank you for staying here. <laughs> <laughs> because it's because it's it's afforded you know what i mean it's literally afforded us the chance to yeah. go and follow our dreams and just be who we are and and do this work that we're doing over here uh, because yeah. i can't imagine it being i can't imagine how us having the same um in, inspiration in in malaysia from what i remember of malaysia at the time anyway mm. so yeah i i really appreciate what you guys have done man yeah thank you thank mum. i appreciate that Thank you, uh, thank you. Thank you for thank making you. them. Elmas, Elmas. Yeah. Oh, mate, the only question that I have now is can I come with you all on your next family trip? Because every year or every time you go, I see the pictures and I see the videos, mainly because Ruben is out here terrorizing the locals. But um, but I get to see how beautiful and fun your trips are, and I would love an honorary place on one of these trips. 
Oh, you'll be the greatest, best guest we can oh, have mate. to add to the her, family. Because Shanti, Shanti always wanted a sister oh in my her God. life, but well, she here didn't. I am. So. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why nice. not? That's it. What did you say? You, <laughs> Almas can come over. Come over for what? Do you remember? Yeah, Almas, you can come over to Basildon. You know, we are fifteen minutes away from the seaside. Oh, I'm coming. I know. I'd love to have some Nasimar <laughs> as well. <laughs> Say I that said again, I'd love to, she I said hear. I'm there first of all and I'd love to have some narcinema as well because that I dream about yeah, it I, from the first time I had it at your and house I've just been dreaming about it all the time ask Ruben I think it's like the first thing I say yeah I know Ruben has been <laughs> he's been saying that for all time and we got two rooms for y'all to stay over we got one uh, shower room two toilets uh, upstairs downstairs <laughs> we got goldfish <laughs> We got carp. Oh my gosh, there's space oh for everyone, God, isn't it? it <laughs> got gold you know what we need to do? We need yeah. to come over. Fish species. We need to record cribs. And then I've, no, I've got, I've got a uh, bird cage, bird bath, feeding the birds. <laughs> Let's do it. We got no children, so we got no children. So that's it. I'm looking after nature. Oh, that is it. Nurture and nature that's together. It, yeah. yeah thank you yeah. so much i've i'm uplifted and all ready to celebrate mother's day yes of course mother's happy, mother's happy mother's day, day happy, mommy. thank you thank happy you mother's day thank you i i always i always i always <laughs> remember moms whose children are in prison so i always pray for those moms uh, yeah that's a shame on now. mother's day i don't know why but there's something yeah when their sons are in prison how would they feel the boys and the mothers stay outside? That's how we pray for this moment. That's a beautiful closing thought. Hopefully, I won't, I won't venture into prison. Hopefully. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right. Thank you, <laughs> mum. Bye bye. Bye. What is this behaviour? Oh gosh, I'm certain. I whether you know us or not, or have any context to any of our lives, I'm certain you would have found some of that shit funny, man. It was so good just to sit down and chat with both of them and just to learn like new things about some of the pains and struggles they were feeling as mothers while we were children, just caught up looking for fun and just leeching off of them. I always find that interesting and it's just inspired me to have more conversations uh, with both my parents actually just to find out what they were going through at the time but there you have it that's our mother's day takeover big mac filial mum whatever we will end up calling this episode that was it i hope you enjoyed it um <laughs> didn't think i'd ever say this in my life but here i am doing it if you want to follow uh, our mums you can find safira aka almas's mum on instagram at must be the jeans and also by the same handle on tiktok believe it or not safira's out here she's also on um instagram as chai underscore n underscore chatter so that's chai and chatter and the n is sandwiched by two underscores and if you want to find our mum, as in ruben and aaron's mum, you can find her at any good church um any religious gathering if you look hard enough like where's wally <laughs> you'll find my mum there um so maybe go and say hello she's as you know she's a lot of fun she's a barrel of laughs that is definitely for sure man um thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of what is this behavior obviously i hope you enjoyed it <laughs> um 
And yeah, if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing, you can catch us on the gram at what is this behavior podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, we are at WITB underscore podcast. Yeah, we are. Just had to double check that because I seldom promote it. Um, if you want to check out our website and dive into a little bit more about what the pod is about and just us as hosts and want to get in contact with us for any collaborations or whatnot, you can find us at www.whatisthisbehaviorpodcast.com. And also, it really does help if you enjoy the pods to um, like on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, however you do that, like and comment and rate and all that good stuff. That That's really helpful. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Have a great week. Much love to you all. Stay going against the grain and we shall catch you next week. <sighs> Gotta have a street fighter outro, surely. You win. Perfect. What is this behavior? Do you want it? You're dying for it. <laughs> <laughs>